19 kids killed, two teachers. Turns out all of them, I believe from the same class. So grade four, 10 year olds. Um, it appears the gunman barricaded himself in that classroom and began shooting, uh, using an AR-15 style semi-automatic rifle that he had bought, uh, not long after he turned 18, he bought two of them. Actually, they found another one in his car. Uh, Lieutenant Christopher Olivera says all of the victims again, were in the same fourth grade classroom at Robb elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. He told the today show today that police and other responders, first responders tried to help people escape. He said, I'm going to shoot my grandmother. The second post was, I shot my grandmother. The third post, maybe less than 15 minutes before arriving at the school, was, I'm going to shoot an elementary school. Okay, that was not uh, Lieutenant Alvarez. That was actually uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott talking about uh, some social media messages that had been left by the student. Um, Emotions high anger high today in Texas. A lot of questions about how this could have happened. The governor talking about mental health issues. A lot of people talking about gun control, including uh, Democrat Beto O'Rourke, who's running for governor against Abbott, uh, Greg Abbott. Uh, he said today that uh, that something more needs to be done to prevent these shootings in the future instead of empty promises. This is on all of us if we do not do something, and I am going to do something, and I'm not alone. The people of Texas are with us. The majority of the people of Texas are with us, but we've got to stand up to this or we just accept this theater and business as usual and we accept the next shooting. Candidate for governor there, Beto O'Rourke, uh, speaking after he'd been thrown out of that press conference uh, that uh, the governor had held earlier. Uh, so what is the mood in Texas now? A state renowned for its lax gun laws, uh, contending with yet another mass shooting. Three major ones in the last five years alone have left 69 dead, including 19 grade four students. Joining me now is Lisa Falkenberg. She's the opinion editor and a Pulitzer Prize winner with the Houston Chronicle. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Uh, I suppose it's, it's one never gets used to these sorts of horrific events, but what has the mood been like in Texas? This is the third one in, in about five years now. Yes. Um, you do never get used to it. And when you have children, um, it makes it even more painful because you're able to, on some level, empathize with what the parents must be going through who thought they were leaving their kids off in the morning um, in a place that was safe and would never see them again. So it is a big state and there's a lot of different emotions right now, a lot of different um, conclusions that people are reaching and but we all share in the grief of our fellow Texans in Uvalde. We're learning more today about the kids, uh, I gather, and more about, about what happened. Uh, what have we found out today? And, and, and what kind of questions is that leading to? Well, the, uh, the death toll just you know, kept mounting. So we've got 19 children, and um, including their te- in, in addition to their teacher and another adult that we're told were killed and also shot is the suspect's uh, grandmother. Uh, there are some other children who are still in hospitals, and I believe one who was critical has been moved to Sirius, and two of the other children are um, are progressing and, and are not in a critical situation. So that's good news. Uh, we're still trying to understand 
you know, what could motivate uh, somebody to do something like this. Our governor today said that, you know, you've got to have mental issues if you do something like this. And um, we're some people are quick to always bring, uh, you know, the mental health component into it. But we know what all of these shootings have in common, and that's that guns were were used for the job. And so a lot of different things can enrage someone or cause them to think that this horrific act is the right thing to do at the time. But in our society, especially in Texas, we seem to think it's okay to make it easier for these people by making it easier to get the weapons that make this evil more efficient. Because the suspect, I understand, for his 18th birthday, not long ago, uh, managed to get his hands on two of these automatic weapons, one of which was used, we, we, we gather, in the crime, in the attack. Right. It, it must raise such a debate about, about gun laws and the availability of guns in a state like Texas that is so renowned for its loose gun laws. You would think... You would you would love for that to be the case that there is actually, you know, a really serious debate going on. But despite all of the many, many, many people who are enraged, who want action on our gun laws, um, at least to have sensible gun laws, <laughs> ones that aren't just getting loosened every single session by the legislature, um, you would think that there would be a groundswell of support to tighten those laws, but it's not what we're seeing. I mean, this weekend, the National Rifle Association is having their annual meeting and in Houston, where I live, and, um, you know, it's expected to be attended by some of the top um, elected officials in Texas and who represent Texas, including the governor, Governor Greg Abbott, and uh, U.S. Senator Ted Cruz. So every time we have one of these shootings, El Paso, Odessa, Santa Fe, uh, now Uvalde, the conversation becomes about the specific facts of the case. Well, this particular person got the gun this way, or this particular person, uh, you know, followed. Anyway, it, it just becomes this conversation where you just get into the weeds and try to figure out how Texas gun laws weren't at play or weren't to blame. Those are just, those are important questions to ask, but our overall message on the editorial board is look at the pattern. We know that more guns anywhere cause more gun deaths. I don't personally believe that the United States is a more violent place than other um, countries. I believe that we're more deadly because of the readily accessible weapons that make killing more efficient and easier. If we did something about the gun problem, then suicides would be less successful and attempts to shoot children in their classroom would be less successful. You would think it was, you'd think this would be a wake up call to some extent. You would think, you know, I, I, <laughs> I was thinking about this. I just, I just wrote it in a piece. I, um, 
we have two choices here. We have uh, pessimism and, and optimism. And um, I had somebody tell me in an interview last week in an unrelated subject, he said, um, I choose optimism because that's the only path to change. It's the only hope. It's the only way out. And so as a journalist, you know, as, a, as an American, as a Texan, of course, I share the anger, the frustration out there over these shootings, but I cannot share in the despair. I have to believe that Texans, sensible Texans, many of whom want to close our loopholes on background checks, for instance, in Texas, that they will look at this and say, there's got to be something that we can do that they will either, if they're Republicans, that they will call up their state legislature, le legislators and senators and Congress people and argue, or if they're Democrats, that they will go and vote. They've never voted before for somebody who, who will take action and protect our children and our citizens in general. And if they're moderates, that they will decide you know, even if they're, for instance, with Beto O'Rourke, who's running against our, our governor as a Democrat, if there's something about his politics they don't like, but this particular issue moves them to vote for him because he's the one promising action, then go do it because something needs to happen. Lisa Falkenberg, thank you so much for your time and your insight. Thank you for having me.